0: Welcome to the weekly Oregon 3A Predict podcast. Before we start, we would like to thank our sponsor, bballdream.com. It's a website where they make highlight tapes, write articles, and make top 10 rankings through 1A through 6A. In this podcast, we would like to talk about boys basketball, just a general overview of what happened last week. Um... De La Salle kept on winning. They're eleven and four, ranked number two in three A. Um, but a big mover in this week was Portland Adventists. They're three and one in the league. They're number twelve in OSA right now. Um, Horizon Christian slipped a lot this week. They lost in back to back games in league play. They are now ninth, and they were fourth. Um, they're three and two and ten and six in the Lewis and Clark League. Um, we didn't expect um, Riverdale or Catlin' Gable to compete with Horizon Christian, but they did, and they put on good showings. Um, Horizon Christian couldn't keep up with the athletic bigs of either Catlin' Gable or Riverdale, and that was a big reason why they lost. Um, Dayton is 2-0, 12-4, um, they're third in the OSA right now, um, with Amity coming in at second as of now. They're 2-0, 11-3, um, and seventh in the OSA. I believe um, Dayton and Amity um, will be playing pretty soon. Yeah, the 18th. So that would be a good game. It's on Friday. Um, <clears throat> so that would be a big game for that league. That's pretty much the championship, whoever wins that game. Um, Blanchett's 1 and 1 in that league. And then Salem Academy is 0 and 1. And yeah Carlton's 0 and 1. Silo's 0 and 2. Um, talking about both of those teams, young Carlton and Sio, I mean. They both allow more points than they score, so it's not looking too good for those teams in the Pac West Conference. Um, the Coastal Range, Class, and I just beat Rainier on a buzzer beater last week. That was a big game. We were getting updated on that one because it was a rivalry game, and we were really um, wanting to know what was happening in that game as of, as it happened. So that was a big game in that league. Um, we thought um, Rainier would win this league, but I mean. It come down. It come down to the next game that Class 9 and Rainier will play. So whoever wins that next game, and if Rainier wins by like four or three, they'll technically be league champs. Um, going on to the Mountain Valley Conference, uh, San Dimas Christian kept on winning. They're 13-1. They only played one game though. Um, they're 2-0 in league and number one in OSA right now. Um, Pleasant Hill is 2-0 and 10-4, and they are 11th in OSA. Um Am and Pleasant Hill play later tonight at seven thirty at Bee Hill. So that will be a good game to watch if you're close in that area. Um Creswell um is six in OSA, but they're third in this league at eight and five because they lost uh, Pleasant Hill um last week. So that'll be an interesting conference to see if um Pleasant Hill can keep up with Saniam Am tonight. Um the far west league, um Sutherland and Saint Mary's Medford are um tied for first technically in the league because they're both two you know. zero. Um, Sutherland is eight in OSA right now, and um Saint Mary's Medford is twenty one. Um, but Brookings Harbor is a big mover this week. They almost beat Sutherland. They're seven and six, but they competed very well. And they're ranked thirteenth in OSA. They only lost by one. I'm pretty sure. Let's check the score right now. Um. They lost thirty nine to thirty eight, so that was a really close game. Um, they only lost to Baker, which is a good four A team, by eighteen um, later last week. So that's a pretty good, it's a pretty good game. And Douglas only lost to Brookings by four. So I mean, Douglas is four and ten, but I mean, anything's possible in that league. Um... Eastern Oregon League, um, I watched the Burns versus Umatilla game, um, Burns is not winning, I was sadly, I didn't like, I mean, I called it, but I didn't, like, I don't like, I just don't like to pick a team just to beat them, just because, to irritate that fan base, I just think that, um, Burns is on the rise, and no one was really noticing them, um, they almost beat Amity earlier in the year, and I was like three games in, so, a lot can change after that, um, I was really impressed, um, by the play of um, Kade Tiller and Zane Taylor in that game, they stepped up, hit big shots. Um, they both hit a couple three-pointers, as well as Dakota Seahaw, um, um, a junior. He um, he shot really well during that game. He's the point guard for Burns. Um, but also, Burns is 2-0. I mean, I mean, yeah, Burns is 2-0. They're playing well. Um, Nissa is also 2-0. They're tied for first in that league, but they played Vail and uh, Riverside. So, I mean I figured they'd be two 0 after last week. Um I think the biggest um uh, my thoughts are still the same right now as in who's the league, um as like who's the best in three A right now. It's gonna be um probably De La Salle, North Catholic, um Dayton, uh St. um Sutherland and Burns is up in that category of being the top five up there with Horizon Christian just being outside the top six. Now we will discuss girls basketball a little bit. Um, in the Lewis and Clark League, we didn't really know who would come out number one in that league, but for now, um, Riverdale is eleven and one and seven and OSA. So they're three and O in league. That was a big surprise because they were down there, but they haven't really played any good teams, so we weren't really sure about them. But they looked like the best team. Them and OES. I'm guessing we will win that league. OES is three and one and seven five and fourteen. No say so. Um, the Lewis and Clark League will probably come down to Riverdale or Oregon Episcopal. Um, the Pac West Conference um, basically they will probably be sending four teams to the first round of the playoffs, which we discussed um, in week one. We were saying that um, the Pac West Conference will probably send four teams because they'll have two that automatic qualify. And then they have two that will get that large bid, even though like Blanchet is two and zero and thirteen and two, and they're ranked four, Amity is two and zero in the league and thirteen and three, and fifth, and then Salem Academy is one and zero in league, twelve and three, and third in league. So they're technically not even like they're ranked ahead of the teams in front of them, but they're they are um, technically get that large bid. On this one since they're not in league, they're not getting that um, automatic bid yet. I mean Yamho, Yamho Carlton is 10 and four um, and they're 0 and one league. Um, they're also eight in OSA, so they're all getting that large bid. So talking about that conference a little bit, um, that's a pretty solid conference as in four of your six teams will go on to the first round of playoffs. Um, the coastal Range League is a pretty solid league. You have Klatsunai, who's are arguably the best team in, um, in 3A right now. Um, they're pretty loaded. They're playing really well. They're four and in league, two in state right now in OSA ranking. Warrington is also very legit. Um, they're four and one and thirteen and four. Um, they're six in OSA, so those two teams will be getting auto- automatic bid. As in Willamina might be getting a uh, at large bid. They're three and two and eleven and four. So I'm guessing Willamina will get an um at large bid to the first round of playoffs. Then switch it to the Mountain Valley Conference. This conference is really, really kind of, like, fluctuating because going into it, it was, like, Pleasant Hill, Harrisburg, probably the best teams, and San A.M.'s just below them a little bit. But then going into the first week, San A.M. beat Harrisburg, and then um, Pleasant Hill beat Harrisburg as well. And Harrisburg's 0-3 in the league to start. I didn't really see that coming, happening, because they started out so hot. Um, Pleasant Hill, um, beat Sutherland, even though they're not in their league, and then they beat um Crestwell by a lot. They beat Harrisburg by 24, and they play Sandham Christian tonight. So the Pleasant hill Sandham Christian tonight will kind of tell you who will be a league champion in that one. I'm not really sure how close that one would be. If you predicted a score for that one, it would be probably about, um, I don't know, probably like um, 52 to like, like 40, 40 to yeah, fifty two, forty two for that. Girls, I'm buzzing over to Christian tonight. Um, St. John Christian barely beat Lapine, which Lapine is better than I thought. So um, Lapine could also um, push for that number two seed um, in that conference. Um, either St. Christian or Lapine will get that one. But Cresswell and Harrisburg have a bad start of the season. Um, looking like this league is only going to be like a 2 um two teams getting the first round of playoffs. Either um Stadium Christian or Lapine um, will get that second automatic bid, and then Pleasant Hill will get the first one. Um, Berkings um, Harbor for the Far West League is, I guess, the best team for the girls. didn't really know much about this league, as in... Um, almost all the teams are coming from four A last year, dropping down. Um, Brookings Harbor is two and oh and seven and six. Um, they just beat Sutherland, but Sutherland's an okay team. We watched them before; they're not that good. Um, so Brookings Harbor is tenth in OSA right now. They'll probably get that number one spot in the Far West League, which we didn't really see happening because we didn't really know who they like, who they had, how good they were. Because all these teams are coming down from four A. Um, but Burns is number one in OSA right now. They're fifteen and one. 2-0 in league the one team that did um that did surprise us a lot was Vail we didn't know much about them they were decent last year I think but they are 2-1 and one league and 7-7 seven and seven overall um they're barely averaging more points than the scoring than they are allowing so that's something you want to look for because if they're barely scoring over opponents that means every game it's close um they're 12th in OSA right now so that's a Pretty good league right there, as in Burns is dominant, and then you have a few other teams that will be competing. But going into this year, we thought Blanchett was going to be the most dominant team, but as we find out, it's um is the most domin- dominating team. When we we'll release our um, top 10 later in this podcast, it will probably have Clash as number one and Blanchett as number two. Now we would like to release our top 10 rankings for both girls and boys, and we will also release bballdream.com's top 10. So Oregon 3A predicts boys' top 10 rankings is number one, De La Salle, number two, St. Am Christian, number three, Dayton, and we moved Pleasant Hill up a little bit, up to four, because what they did last week, they beat Creswell, so it moved them up a little bit. And um, Sutherland comes in at five. Horizon Christian slides to six from four last week because they lost two league games, and that really moved them back. Um, seven is Amity. They're a solid team. They beat um, Catlin Gable a week and a half ago by over 30 points almost. I mean, they were ahead by 30, and then they took out their starters, and then they got to, like, 15. Um... Burns is 8 because they beat Umatilla in that kind of rivalry game that they have since they're the best in that league. Um Burns won by, like, 4, I think. I watched that game. Um, Umatilla comes in right after him at 9. Solid team. They should make the first round of playoffs. Brookings Harbor, um before I drop down like Sutherland, made our top 10 to round it out. Um, Brookings Harbor only lost to Sutherland by one point this week, so they made our top 10. Also, teams that we considered in our top 10 is St. Mary's Medford. They have a pretty solid team. They might be making the um, at-large bid and being um, going to the first round of playoffs. Um, Nissa also is another at-large bid that we think might make it um, for that Eastern Oregon League, finishing third in that league. Um, Catlin Gable also um, will be there since they just beat Horizon Christian. We're thinking that they might get an at-large bid if they get lucky. Um, is in the same boat. They'll finish third in their league and probably get in that large bid, but that's up up in the air, kind of. And also, Klask and I, um, we almost put Klask and I in at 10, just because they did beat Rainier um, on a buzzer beater. Um, that, they're a team that really surprised us early in the season. They weren't very good, but they really have gotten a lot better um, in the sixth week, I think it is right now. Um, they've improved a whole lot, and we would like to see more from Classic and I. So that's the boys' um, top 10 for us. And the bballdream.com top 10 is De La Salle at number one. Number two is St. Christian. Number three is Dayton. Number four is Pleasant Hill. So our top fours are the same. Number five is Umatilla. Number six is Sutherland. Number seven is Amity. Horizon Christian slips down to number eight in his ranking. And Burns comes in at number nine after beating Umatilla last week. Um, then ten is Portland Adventist. They had a good week last week, and they deserve to be in the top ten on his rankings. And now let's go on to girls basketball top ten. Um, for us, we have and I at number one. They're just dominating. Just. Every team they play, they're dominating. Um, Blanchetts two. They're a very good team. They will make Bay. Um, Salem Academy and Blanchette are about the same. So we have Salem Academy at number three. Burns is four. Warrington is five. Amity is six. Yamaha e. Carlton is seven. Riverdale is eight. Pleasant Hill is nine. And ten is Will Also in consideration is... Oregon Episcopal, um, Brookings Harbor. And we like to talk a little bit about Riverdale. Um, no one's really talking about them. We don't really know much about them at all, honestly. Um, but they're 11-1, and one and they're making a move for the number one team in the Lewis and Clark League. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, as well as the Anchor app. Thank you for listening.